So today uh, I am going to be starting. Um, I just want to do an intro video. I've been told that I need to be more personal and tell you guys about my journey, how I got started, my motivation for getting started, um, my motivation for being in the financial services field and um, whether some of the accidents that happened along the way. And, you know, just so you know a little bit about myself so you can understand and relate to why I have a passion, a deep, deeper purpose for what I'm doing. Financial wellness, I know it's a vulnerable topic, but it, it, is, it is a time of crisis for us. We are not spending enough time on it. We are not, our children are not spending time of it. We are not talking about it. We're, we're, our college kids are coming back home and living with us because they can't afford to live by themselves because they have so much debt because we did not plan properly for them. Why are they taking the debt out? Are they getting a marketable degree? Those are all things that we need to be looking at. And those are all of the things that I'm going to be teaching you on my podcast and my, my social media. So, and I can go on and on. I have the gift of gab and everyone around me will tell you, um, my, uh, nieces and nephews, I have a huge extended family and I'm probably, I am an immigrant also, but I came here when I was eight to the Bronx and, but I'm a, an American educated immigrant. Whereas the rest of my family came later in my, the rest of my extended family came later and they have the immigrant mentality, which is the total deprivation mentality. So all of their first generation children always comes to me to talk to me about things and try to tell their parents that this is not the way the world works now. Like for example, one of my niece came to me because uh, she's a PA and um, she's getting her first job and job offers and things like that. And her mom and dad is saying, oh, you got that first job offer. Why don't you take that one? You don't know if you're gonna get this one or that one or whatever, because that's the immigrant, immigrant mentality. Someone tells you, you're gonna make $10 an hour at a job, you say, I'll take what I get and I'm not gonna get upset. But the second generation educated immigrants do their research and they know what they're worth. They go on salaries.com. They've come from good schools. They, they've studied really hard for what they have. So my nieces and nephews are like, auntie, can you convince mom and dad that this is not the way the world works now, that I'm not taking that salary because I know I'm worth this much and I'm gonna go negotiate? Well. Believe it or not, we as immigrants, my parents, my cousins, they don't negotiate when it comes to salary. They take what they get and they don't get upset. But my nieces and nephews call me the aunt that gives them unsolicited advice that they never knew they needed. So that's me. That's who I am. I'm, I have the gift of gab. They come around, we start talking and they're like, oh, oh, we were playing a game this weekend because it was my aunt's 80th birthday. And they're like, oh, Auntie Sherry, you get this one because it's, it's the person who gives unsolicited advice that you never know you needed. So that was, that's kind of supposed to be a joke for me, but I took that as a hat and say, okay, yep, that's true. You never know you needed it, but you did need it. So that, that's one of the things. So now I'm going to tell you a little bit about my family. So I'm going to try to tell you a little bit of my childhood. And uh, so, like I said, I'm from an immigrant family and my, um, my parents are from Guyana and they came here 
uh, with me, my sister, I'm the oldest, and my two sisters. I was eight, nine, my sister was seven, and my other sister was four. So although we are, we, my sisters and I, are uh, from, from an immigrant family, we don't really remember a lot from our country, but we have been taught and we have some good things that we still try to keep to ourselves. We, the strictness of our parents is one of the things that we definitely remember because that they did, they brought with them and they kept with them, <coughs> especially, excuse me, especially when you're girls. So, um, my, but my sisters and I were educated here and, uh, we lived in the Bronx. We lived in the South Bronx rougher than rough behind Yankee Stadium if you want to know we went to school within the New York City school system rougher than rough also um then we you know two of us went to college uh, the other one um is a re is in finances also in the financial services also my other sister is an elementary education teacher so um that's that's what my family was my dad was an entrepreneur at heart and he did make good money he was a smart man but he sucked at managing it he sucked at managing it and at first I'm like I'm never gonna have my own business because I don't want it to end up like that I don't want to be like that like he he's a, he's a really nice man everybody loved him because he were, was just you know, very gullible and would give, give and give. And, and that's great in a person. It's good to have that all in a person, but you have to be moderate. You can't be on one side or the other side. So the way my dad was and where my mom is, which is totally strict, then I try to be in the middle because that, that's, that's where I'm trying to be. I'm trying to defy the rule that you either are exactly like one of your parent or the opposite of one of your parent. I'm trying to be in the middle of my parents. So that's, that's my goal. Um, so we grew up in the Bronx. We lived most of our life in the Bronx, you know, just like every immigrant family, you come and you start working and you do your thing and you go to school and you educate, you, you deprive yourself. The one thing that dad did do is he celebrated everything with us, no matter how small the celebration is. If it is mom make dinner on every birthday and you get a cake and you invite the neighbor's kids, no matter what it is, we always celebrated. He did not deprive us of enjoyment, no matter what the trip is. If it is a weekend trip to go fishing at Bear Mountain or if it's whatever it is, it's just it's something that he he always did so learning how to enjoy my life also came from my father and it's luckily that we made all those memories with him because he died in a car accident at the age of 44. so that i live with every day and it proves to me that you have to enjoy every state every stage but you also have to to be prepared for the future so that's why i'm in the middle i'm I celebrate everything, even the dog's birthday. And I, I'm also always cognizant of my future, my children's future, my, my life uh, beyond things, my family's future, my church's future, ev you know, e sharing of everything. So, so that's, that's a little bit about me growing up being growing up in the Bronx. Those are lessons that you learn, um, Living in the Bronx, it's a rough, but that's where most immigrants come to. They come to New York, they make themselves, 
you know, and whatever it is. So what I'm trying to tell you guys is I am living proof of the American dream. I am a child that came with her parent at the age of nine with, when, with my father having $100 in his pocket. And now I am an educated 48-year-old woman. Sometimes I live in, the, in a man's world and living the American dream, building my wealth, enjoying my, my, myself, enjoying my children's life, enjoying my family, but still living moderately and understanding what I'm doing with my money while I'm building my wealth, while I'm enjoying it. So if you want a picture of a living American dream, you're looking at it. And I'll tell you a little bit about my dream as we go on. So now I live in Florida, um, in Wellington, Florida, with my husband and my two kids and my dog, Jack. So my son, um, my husband and I got married almost 30 years ago. My father introduced us in Indian families, that happens. And he was working for a different um, real estate firm than that my father was part partnering with, and that's how we met. And I was very, very young when I got married. So, so that's, that's, but we are still married and we live in Wellington, Florida for almost 30 years with our two kids and our dog. Um, I interned at my dad's real estate firm doing bookkeeping found a couple of times when people stole money from him by writing checks and things like that. So I was always had that eye to look for things. I have my two sons, Brandon, who is 22 years old, a total Lego freak, and he graduated from Palm Beach State College. And now he is in Orlando at UCF trying to pursue a degree in engineering. He's very stubborn, so I'm hoping that all works out for him and um, he gets off my payroll. And uh, my son, my second son, Mark, he is 16, he just turned 16. He is driving with his permit, almost ready to get his license, so God save us all down here. Um, when he actually starts driving, he goes to Royal Palm Beach High School and he's also in the STEM program because they're, all, they're both really good at math. He's not as focused in terms of what he, re he wants to do like his brother, but he does, he's super smart and he does, he's really good at math, but he loves gaming and loves computers. He built his own computer and IT and that type of stuff. So I'm hoping that he decides he wants to go into it. But early ages, I started asking them about what they want to do, starting to try things so they can see, I believe in STEM programs. I believe in magnet programs so they can try different things. Kids could try different things before they get to college so they know at least they're ruling out things that they don't want to do or they're not they don't like to do so that's one of the things my third member of of the family other than my husband is my precious dog jack who is my office mate and i will definitely post some pictures of him in my instagram feed um for you guys to see because he is definitely totally photogenic the most photogenic member of our family my hobbies and things that i like to do i when my kids were growing up i before my kids were growing up i was uh, always part of our church and i always gave back of my knowledge nobody ever wanted to be the treasurer of the church because it's always the hard job so always that job get, ends up with me no matter where i go when i was in new york i was the treasurer of the church soon as they, they heard that i was an accounting student i didn't even graduate and and they were ready to give me that job 
Then um, uh, when I was in Florida, I was a treasurer of, the, of our church here. And then I sat on a few boards for my kids. I'm always involved in my kids' school. I believe that you always have to give back. You always have to teach your kids to give back. You always have to share of not only your money, but yourself, your knowledge, your, your, your information, you know, whatever it is that you have, whatever gifts that God gave you, and he gave you gifts, trust me, you share it. It is not something for yourself. You have to share. God gives you gifts, and it, it's not for yourself alone. It's for you to share it. So I definitely believe that. I sit on, um, I've sat on a few different school boards and, and PTO boards and student student advisory council boards. And I, um, I am actually a founding member of um, sitting on the board of Medical Mission Call to Serve, which is a medical mission that my brother-in-law and sister-in-law started. They're both doctors and they serve um, underprivileged people in the Dominican Republic. And we eventually will go back to Guyana because of COVID, we had to delay that, but that will be one of our next missions. My older son have gone on a mission with us before because I think it's important for American children with first world problems to see third world children with third world problems so they can understand and, and, and actually try to relate. I don't know if he relates, but oh well. I've volunteered on everything that you can think about. If there's a need for it, I believe in volunteering. Volunteerism is giving back of your time. So I believe that it's something that you should do. Volunteer for church, volunteer for school things, volunteer for, you know, walks, anything that you can think about um, that you want to do. So I, I believe in totally doing that. I also believe that um, teaching your kids about it, you know, that's important for you to do. Teach your kids about volunteering, teaching your kids about, you know, and, but they say that the best way to teach your children is to live the life you want them to learn from. So I, I've always tried to do that. I've always tried to live the life that, that I want them to, to learn from. Um, so that's, that's, you know, my kids like to play soccer. So I've always volunteered being team mom for soccer, sometimes team manager, sometimes assistant coach when they were much, much younger. Um, but that's, that's usually what I do. Our family loves to travel. One of my favorite things to do is to travel. One of my favorite things to do and one of my beliefs is you educate your children to travel. So we didn't have a lot of money, my husband and I, when we first started out. You know, we lived in, in places that I can't tell you, but um, we, when the kids got the, here, we started traveling with the kids. We started taking the kids everywhere. Learning about the world through your children's eyes is amazing. Learning about international places, inter learning about, um, you know, uh, anywhere across America, cruising, that is, it's amazing learning uh, through your children's eyes. So I definitely believe that traveling is the best way to teach geography, different cultures, and, you know, many different parts of the world have more in common than you think. So learning about, um, learning, learning through travel is, the, is one of the things that I believe in doing. So that's part of what we do. So now I live here in Wellington, Florida. Um, I have my own, our own home. We believe in building wealth through home ownership. That's, that's part of my immigrant mentality. One of the, one of the things that I know 
as part of my immigrant mentality that I've taken, even though I was only nine when we moved here, is we invest in three different things. We invest in land, which is real estate, real estate, real estate, any form of it. We invest in gold, which if you've ever seen Indian gold, you'll know what it looks like, 22 and 24 carat. And I have gold that I paid $400 for that's $4,000 today. So that's proven also. And the third thing is we invest in education. So education is always something, you know, and you don't have to be formally educated or degree educated. Trust me, I have clients that are educated on vocational skills and they make tons more money than the people that are doctors and lawyers. So education and having a career is important. Doing something you love is important. Managing your business or managing your money in any of these things is important. One of my other motto is you, it does not matter how much money you make. Trust me, I do tax returns for, for a living. I've done tax returns for people who get earned income credit, to, for tax returns for people who make millions, millions of dollars. So from one stage to another, I see how they live. It does not matter how much you make. It matters how much you keep. So you decide, you control what it is that you want. So in the end all be all, what I, what I wanna tell you guys is be wary of who is talking to you out there. Be wary of who, who you're listening to and you're taking advice from. Don't do the short things. I know it's about doing short things. I know it's about getting the easy way out, but financial wellness and literacy is a life's journey. You need to learn about it through your journey. It's not something that you learn one second and then you don't know, you don't have to look at it anymore. You have to keep learning. You're living, you're learning. Have someone that's teaching you through their experience and their education, not just education. Vet who you're listening to. Do not just listen to somebody because you think they have a great idea. If you see somebody that you like out there, Understand their background, understand their education, understand why they should be teaching you something. The other thing I need to tell you about is when you go to seminars, business owners especially, when you go to seminars and you're learning about different things, if you're learning about cost segregation or 1031 exchanges or um, how to save 40 or $50,000 in taxes, if, if, if it's too good to be true, if it sounds too good to be true, the likelihood is it is too good to be true. There is no shortcut to those things. Those people are probably going to give you 10% of the correct information, but the other 90% is they're going to try to sell you what, what they're, they're, they're selling you. I don't know what that is. What I'm trying to do is teach you. I'm trying to, to teach you about these things. I will only recommend things that I have tried. I will only recommend apps and different things that I have tried personally and like personally and love personally. So I don't believe in, you know, I'm not even actively looking for clients for my personal business, my personal tax business. My goal is to educate the masses, financial literacy and wellness to the masses, whether it's a college students, a new couple, a retirement couple, whatever it is that you, you, Whoever it is that comes to me that needs my help, I am experienced for it. I have vast experience in it. 
and I have the education to back me and I have the gift of gab so I can I can talk to you and teach you um, in anything that you you know all the unsolicited advice that you 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 hear but you didn't know that you need like my nieces and nephews said so thank you for listening to my intro video I hope this explains a little bit about who I am what my motivations are what I'm trying to give you and why I'm trying to give it to you and you continue on this journey with me so I can you know you join me on this journey so I can give of myself what God's gifts that he's given me to help you with your life and your financial journey and your financial wellness. This is Sharon, the Modern Savvy CPA. Thank you.